It's the after talk. After talk. It is the after What's talk. Up? I'm meeting after talk rolls. What's up? After talk rolls. It's the after talk, talk y'all. Talk. It's the after talk. <laughs> What's up, what's up, what's up? Hello, hello, and how are you doing? Welcome to Up With An Armor Presents, our meeting at the Crossroads Music Series, After Talk. Now, the After Talk is where we actually get a chance to go back a little bit and focus in on some of the interviews that we had early in the year with some of the artists. So sit back, relax, snap on the seatbelt, do whatever you gotta do, grab some popcorn, because we're about to get nitty gritty and get a little bit around the edges of things, if you know what I mean. Jessica Samford is an actor, performing arts educator, and an all-around supporter of the arts. Some previous credits include A Chorus Line, Doubt, Sister Act, Spring Awakening, and West Side Story. Jessica has also self-produced seven cabarets in the West Village of New York City, including her one-person cabaret, Please Note, A Musical Guide to Adulting. Once again, it's Dan Lorenzo, your host, along with my co-host, Bruno Diaz. You got anything to say this time? Anything? Like something? No. Bueller? No. Bueller? Hello. <laughs> I'm about to turn off your mic. There we go. See, folks, he's soft-spoken, y'all. It's all good. So here we are again with After Talk, where we talk pandemic, one's journey, location, the industry, and drinks. Just to name a few, of course. I mean, we're open to talking about most things, anything for that matter. This has just been our agenda as of late. On today's segment, we have the youthful cabaret diva herself, Jessica Sanford. Not the daughter of Fred G. from St. Louis by way of Callie's wife. No, this young lady is from Florida and does not have the same tan red hair. <laughs> anyway, Lady Sanford, I had the pleasure of meeting her about 12 years ago at a summer musical theater intensive called BTP. When we were all younger, with all the hope in the world, not knowing this would be the new normal, for now at least, we'll make a comeback. But for now, there's no easy way out. There's no shortcut home. Just use this time wisely to learn and grow. You know, make something of it. Now, speaking of learning, I've learned that a lot of people are on the same brainwave as me as far as drinking and trying to stay sane through this craziness. Let's get into things with Lady Sanford and see where it takes us. But uh, how you been? Oh, you know, <laughs> I'm doing all right. You know, one day's really great. I'm exercising. I'm having a salad and writing a song. And then the next day is like, do I want to drink at 10 in the morning? No, exactly. I do no, that. I, no, I hear you. No, I'm, I mean, I'm the same way. I have the alcohol on standby just in case. Where are you now? Right now, I'm in uh, South Florida, so I'm just west of Fort Lauderdale. Just a bit outside. Now, is that where you're from? Yeah, okay. that's where I grew up. And uh, would you say that's kind of where your whole life started with performing or whatnot? Yeah, I mean, I kind of grew up listening to my sister sing okay. uh, in church and stuff. So, like, this is when, oh, my gosh, this is going to reveal my age. This is when we had, like, tapes, and, like, I would be in charge <laughs> of pressing play and yeah. stop. Let's roll the tape. So I was kind of her music director, if you will. And then, yeah, so I went to church down here. And one time they asked me to go to service with them. I should have knew right there I ain't had no business going, because I ain't never been to service before. I didn't been to church. I ain't never been to service. I said it right to church. C-U-R-C-H, church. Not church. Church is the building you attend. Church is the activity that go on once you get inside the building. That's what I'm talking about. Just grew up down here singing in 
wherever I could find choir, church. You've already, wherever. you've always had a very uh, clean and powerful sound. Uh, I even remember uh, when we met at uh, the Broadway Theater Project. I think you even in a number with me. Was it Sunday in the Park with George? Yes. Oh yeah. man, yeah. to this day, I'm like, where's that arrangement? <laughs> Nothing has given me goosebumps in the way. Watch out, Dana! It still rings in my ears. We, uh, Is me there an and Will, video? <laughs> Will Lewis was the uh, accompanist and uh, assistant musical director on that, along with myself. It came from the original Sunday in the Park with George, also attached to Billy Porter's version that he did at, um, I think it was Joe's Club that he did that recording at. as well as uh, some Kurt Franklin influence. And then obviously getting adjusted with uh, what the singers were doing at that time and, and that were in the piece. Where would that arrangement be? I would say if anybody still had it, it would be Will Lewis. So I have to reach out to him one day, but I know that it should be in the BTP archive somewhere. And would you say you're more of a musical theater artist or more of a cabaret artist or more of, I don't know, enlighten me. So I, I don't keep Yeah, naming. no, it's funny because uh, I was thinking about, I grew up watching like old movies like Turner Classics. So like Judy Garland has always yes. brought me home, you know? And then I loved Sarah Bareilles. And then I learned later that I could go to school for musical theater. So I don't know. I think I'm somewhere yeah. of a mixture of like, oh, if I could do this for my career and have fun. Yes, but I'd like to produce cabarets on the side. Speak on that a little bit, if you don't mind, uh, with the, uh, yeah. the, you say you've been producing cabarets. Yeah. Give them the name of it, tell them what it is, and then uh, let's talk sure. a little bit about your experience with that. Yeah, well, that came about because I was not booking anything in New York. <laughs> and I was just like, I need to sing or I'm gonna explode. And yeah. like sing in a way that's not, you know, 16 bars at an audition. You know, exactly. sing where I can live and breathe and relax. Mm -hmm. And and I mentioned that to so many of my friends and they were like, well, if you can find a place. And then my brain started to, you know, go like, what does it cost to do this? And then I found these cabarets where this was my first time in New York. And I learned that there are some cabarets where you have to pay to sing. I learned that afterward. Yeah. And I think that's why I started doing it myself. Cause I'm like, I'm not gonna have my friends pay to sing. Exactly. You know what? We're gonna charge what we have to and hopefully we'll get a good audience and it'll cover the room of and course. it'll cover the piano and, and that's it. And it ended up being so good that we, we did seven shows at the uh -huh. duplex in the West Village. Yeah. And we broke even or made a profit, a small profit. I mean like yeah. $45 to cover well, my Well, you at least able to kind of tip or kind of give breeze the palms of a few people that help you get into those places at piano yeah. and stuff like that. So that's good, yeah. Um, well, then it's funny because then you build other relationships. You build relationships with the guy that owns the piano bar. Yeah. Weird things I never thought would have happened that, you know, now have changed my life in, in great ways. What uh, what are some of your inspirations? I mean, who inspired you to even start singing and performing? What are like your top five, you know, like these are my, I know you said Julie Garland, you you watch a lot of the Turner Classic stuff and I do it too. And I actually still watch it to kind of know me to sleep uh, when it's time for me to go to bed, I'll turn it on and turn the volume down <laughs> just a little bit and I'll just drift off. But uh, what are some of your inspirations? Give me, yeah, give me like five of them if you don't mind. Five of them, okay, all right. Well, like, we're gonna definitely say Judy Garland. Okay, like, I mean, yeah. it's Judy Garland. 
Of course. Um, and then I found when I was writing my own music that I liked wordplay. And I okay. think that's because I listened to a lot of Jason Mraz. Okay. And okay. He, he's very wordy in the things that he writes. Uh -huh. So we're going to say Jason Mraz. We're going we're gonna to do Sarah Bareilles. Okay. In there. Tennis. So we got Judy Garland, like Jason Mraz, Sarah Bareilles. Yeah, and then I don't even know. Like, I think of if I could turn music on on like a Saturday morning making coffee in New York uh -huh. in an apartment by myself, I put on like Nat King Cole. Oh, you know? wow. Yeah. Okay. You know, something that it's just like if you close your eyes, you're you're in a different time, you know? That's a velvet voice. Yeah, it, it oh will take you there gosh. if you close your eyes. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah, I'm with that. Oh, what's your last one? All right, last one. I'm going to throw a, a musical theater person in there. Okay. Her name is. Stephanie J. Block. Okay. You know, Stephanie Block. I mean, she was like old school alphabet before Wicked was a thing. I, then, I don't know. I need to do my research. I need to, I need to yeah. uh, keep game. Yeah. <laughs> She's really great. I did a workshop with her and I was like one of the older students there. So I was assisting and taking the workshop. Okay. And she did this master class at the end. And throughout the whole week or so, she would always say like, make sure you're always uh, warmed up and prepared to think. Yeah. So the very last day, <laughs> she was like, anybody have any questions? And I was like, uh, would you sing? <laughs> and then she gave me this eye that was like, I said it the whole week that I should be ready to sing. Someone asked me, so I can't, you know, I could, that was her monologue. Yeah. And then she did. And she sang, oh my gosh, she sang, uh, Don't Rain on My Parade. Don't tell me not to live, just sit and putter. Life's candy and the sun's a ball of butter. Don't bring around a cloud, turn on my parade. It was just as so special. Oh, that's you know? great. You spoke a little <laughs> bit earlier about, about one of your inspirations being Jason Mraz because you like the whole wordplay stuff. And I noticed that in a lot of your original songs that you've written that I've seen links of or different things like that, uh, you've played on uh, the ukulele. Um, now, how long have you been doing that? Because I can say that when I was researching your stuff in 2017, 2018 area for the cruise ship uh, industry with the production company, I saw some of those videos then uh, that were surfacing. Yeah. So how long have you been doing that? And, and uh, let us know about that, that world of yours. Absolutely. So I, um, in college, my friend Stephanie was a great musician and she picked up the ukulele. So every time we hung out, I found myself picking it up in a room and just like playing on it. And then I I got it for myself. Or no, my brother got it for me for Christmas. Okay. Okay. He got one for me. And, and ever since I've just plucking away at it. Yeah. Well, uh, so it's, no, keep going. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. no I was just going to say, it's definitely one of those things that like, if I devoted like two hours a day to the ukulele, I could be the best ukulele player, yeah. you know? <laughs> it's whenever I feel like, ooh, that's a good idea. You know, I'll pick it up. It's but. so clever and at the same time, so adorable and so cute. It's like, these are real songs because I use some of these words and you're thinking like, oh, but that's like play, play, make believe. But it's like, you get that vibe of it being like something of a childhood experience, but it then takes you into real life verses and words that you're using that it's like, no, this is an actual yeah. song. This is a real song this is something that can be played on the on the radio or something like that oh. so i've really enjoyed it um is the ukulele your instrument or do you play others um i did play the piano for a while and then okay. um i had stopped for a very long time and actually i'm starting lessons again on monday to get yeah. back why in not? the game why not That's there's nothing else going on except for a creative time that can be spent Okay, okay. Once again, these are some great artists to have as favorites to look up to or singers to pattern yourself after. I mean, the musicality and writing from these artists alone is incredible.
Then to put that knowledge and inspiration into your own art to create, write, and perform is on a whole nother level of greatness. I mean, I wish I played an instrument. I do write, but that's where it stops. Pin the pad is my claim to fame. But Lady Sanford has been able to surpass me and go a step further. So I applaud you. I applaud that. I guess I should have tried to learn an instrument or something during this pandemic while life has been on pause. Let's ask Lady Sanford where she stands during these challenging yet life in limbo times that we're in. Out of this pandemic, what have you learned about yourself, good or bad, that uh, you can um, let us in on? Yeah, What have you learned about yourself? Oh, a lot. A lot, okay. <laughs> I've learned a lot. It's funny that the thing I've learned, it sounds like a good thing, but it can be a bad. Okay. And what I mean by that is, is that I think I have very high standards mm -hmm. for my life. Like all of this free time is allowing me to think what kind of house I want, what it's going to look like. You know, I want to play the piano. I want to have a teaching degree, you know? Yeah, and then I'm like, I get it. I'm going to go do these things. Yeah. And then I realize I can't move. <laughs> I do it time to time. Yeah. I have to stay here, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like this push and pull of, of wanting to expand my life, mm -hmm. um, but also having to find some peace and stillness and honesty with where we are right now and what can I do at home? Yeah. And with learning that about yourself with those high standards or whatnot, what would you, if given the chance, tell the younger version of yourself to maybe warn them or enlighten them about the life that they have ahead? I really wish that I could tell younger Jessica, younger Jessica, um, <laughs> she's not listening. She's like, yeah. she's not anyway, listening. <laughs> that you plan, it's like a phrase, isn't it? You plan, God laughs, you know? <laughs> Life is not always going to follow the plan that you have for it. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that you did anything wrong or you didn't yeah. study hard enough or you didn't whatever. It just is. It just is. And, yeah. and you got to be okay with that. Yeah. That's, I think that's been a new thing that I've been learning, you know. Yeah. My life hasn't gone as I have planned, but, but beautiful other things have happened. You're you know? still young. I know you talk about you like, oh, I'm getting older or this really shows my age because I was pressing the play on the tape. But I mean, <laughs> you still look all of 21. And um, I mean, you haven't really changed a bit as far as like the youthfulness of you when I first met you years ago. And whenever that was, uh, you said it was your first year, I think 2008. So that's still a great quality. So I know they always say black don't crack, but it doesn't seem like things are cracking too quick on your end either. So uh, I'm going to yeah, give you I some of that uh, skin oh, no, love. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll create a mixture and we'll sell it. There we go. Come on. There we go. See a pandemic product that we just see. We figured out another thing that we can put out there. Um, there we go. I, you know, I think it's that uh, a lot of musical theater programs were like mm -hmm. putting out all of these killer, talented young people. And yeah. I went to meet like 26, 27, uh -huh. and they were coming in strong. So I already felt a little behind. Yeah. You know? So you have, but then you have to play catch up. Yeah. <laughs> We just want to wish you well, wish you many blessings, and uh, stay in contact with me if you can. And then stay happy, stay encouraged. Exactly. Let's see if we can work out that uh, that skincare line. <laughs> uh, working on it. Why do I sit in my room just thinking of you and what you're doing? I know that I'm not yours and you're not mine. Cause you may have a pretty smile and those eyes. They might take me a while to come back from, but baby, I always come back, come back. And I might miss the way you kissed me, but you will never know.
On behalf of Up With It On With Productions, we'd like to thank you for hanging out for our meeting at the Crossroads after talk. Now, your attention and time is much appreciated, and we look forward to having you checking in for more later on. Remember, success is only an arm's length away. Stay safe, stay home if you can, and if not, keep practicing social distance with a healthy and cautious way of life. Up With It On With Folks. After talk, what's the haps? What's the scoop? What's going on? After talk. It's the after talk.